You know, your voice changes every time we start to record. Yeah, it's something, <clears throat> excuse me, it's something new I learned for the show. I'm trying, I mean, we, you've heard us before. I mean, we're good at impressions. And now this is my girl director voice saying recording now. Well, I'm very, I'm very impressed with the way you can make yourself sound like a, uh, like a uh, uh, machine. Thank you. Yeah, um, Frank Carliendo, I'm coming for you. There you go. Hey, this is Cut the BS on a uh, Tuesday afternoon um, because of uh, Drew's schedule and my schedule. Uh, things in my world are kind of getting back to normal. We'll see. Um, you know, it was nice. I found out this past week while I was busy doing other stuff that, you know, I am needed with my job. I heard uh, I got multiple texts going, OK, what's, what's the deal? What's, what's the doctor saying? When can you get back to work? And I said, well, there's some other stuff. It's kind of important right now that before I need to drive you around and, and be with you at, at events. And he goes, oh, yeah, good point. Because I reminded him what those events were. And uh, so needless to say, uh, so I'm not, let's see, when did you leave? Were you, you were here, what, Friday? Yeah, I came right after work on Friday morning. Um, I stayed for a little bit cause I wanted to see you cause I, it's going to be a while till I actually get over there. Um, right. and two, I had to pick up some stuff, which the, those things are still in my car actually. So I, uh, I, I did a little bit of, uh, important stuff and maybe it'll make your tummy feel better the next time you're here and drink water out of the tap. Uh, I grabbed some new filters for the, uh, UV the UV area. So the water might taste a little different when you're back. Why are you drinking it out of the faucet? When I make my Kool-Aid, my iced tea. You don't use the water cooler that we have or the water no. bottles that we have? No, I just, I just do that. And you know, we have a thing in the fridge yeah. that's already cold. Yeah, I know. Is that what you grab filters for? I, I grab the I no I grab the filters for the what's downstairs between the uh, reservoir and the UV. Oh, I never knew that. I mean, that makes sense, but I never knew that there was a filter yeah. needed on that. If you if you go if you look at it the next time you're here and you don't fall over that massive pallet that's down there, uh, which we need to probably well we're going to end up moving it outside with a project that we might uh, tackle later this year. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, there's that, there's a little clear thing that you can look straight ahead at and it's kind of gray now. And I think it might be gray because I've not changed the filter in quite some time. Very well could be it. I mean, uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever, when I was over there, I never drink out of the faucet anyway. I think we always just had, you know, bottles of water handy. So I just grabbed one of those or now that the water is over there, I mean, there's no, there's no reason for me to drink out of the faucet 
but anyway, I grabbed those today and the uh, seeds were on sale at the, uh, at the hardware store. So I, I grabbed some marigold and some uh, sunflower seeds because as we, you know, we had talked about the idea of planting some, uh, you know, like vegetables and you're like, Oh, you want to talk about critters? You know, what we had to deal with on Kaifa road, imagine the critters that, you know, we'll have over here. Although, you know what? I have not seen a deer in a week down at this end of the road. Yeah, you know, not the last time I was there, but that weekend I was there, I saw them over the ridge there, just on the back side of the house. If you're looking in between the house and the carport, they were like right straight from there. And then they were running left towards um, that house that sits up on the left there that you can only ever see if like there's no, if there's no leaves. If there's no leaves and you hear the dog bark occasionally. Right. That's on the road. That's on the road. It's private up on the next, the next one to the right. Yeah. I need to, but I mean, I don't want to say it's gated. Yeah. I mean, I, I went in one time when I'm there and I, I, I have free time. I want to actually drive around and see different, you know, roads or streets and just see what all is there. Cause like you were talking with uncle Steve, now that it's warming up and you know people are starting to do more stuff that backyard or backwood smokehouse is opening up there's that that's right there too i want to see they're, they're all, see all steve, steve weichel is excited he can't wait to i guess he misses his baby back baby back baby back ribs yeah and you know he he makes really good food and it's not just, you know, all barbecue stuff. I mean, I shouldn't say that, but it's not all, you know, ribs or brisket. I mean, he has really good macaroni and cheese. Apparently he's making what double smoked ham pot pie. That's what he's going to make this weekend. Steve wants to take some home uh, to share with Aunt Nancy this uh, on the trip home. I'm anxious to see if he has any of that left. And I'm also anxious to see if I'll be around this weekend. Yeah. It's kind, I mean, kind of iffy. I know I won't be just because I'm working a basketball tournament and I believe it's like third through eighth grade. Um, oh, that'll be good. Yeah. Luckily it's, it was at the Y or it's at the Y. I thought it was at the state college YMCA, but apparently I'm, I'm stationed at the Belfont one. So at least I'm there. I'm more familiar with that one anyway. Um, I don't know how great the court is in there, but Probably know better than when you you had that one that one uh, class we signed you up for where it was like intro to basketball. Yeah, it's something like that. I don't know, but maybe Rich, Rich Whitmer teacher. Rich Whitmer was. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, the 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 snack guy. I wonder if that's probably where they'll use like the younger kids. Maybe maybe make the court smaller. I don't know. Well, Although I, I think they have side hoops. So maybe they'll, yeah. maybe they'll have like two games going on there. I have no idea how it's going to run. I just know I have to keep score and keep track of points and fouls. They have a setup for that in there. I would imagine I'm on like a piece of paper and either gotcha. flip the flip scoreboard or just like the battery operated when you just push buttons. I'm hoping it's that one because sometimes, I mean, granted they're younger. So like the game's not as fast as like high school would be. Right. So I, I have a little bit of time to get the score correct. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, doing that. Plus, this week, I'm going to go right into it. This week starts one of the best weeks in sports, in my opinion. And it's my favorite time of the year. Thursday. Thursday officially starts March Madness for college basketball. Well, I'll drop down on the list then and go right to that. Have you done a bracket? So I've actually done... Yes, I have one. I'm in a, I'm in a pool with some friends. How much I, was that? Just five, just five bucks. And then one of my relatives actually asked me if I would fill out their tour, their bracket too. So I guess they trust me enough to, uh, to fill out theirs. Um, I honestly, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love Carolina to win it all. Do I think they have the right components to? No, I don't. But I think they can make a decent run at the tournament. A lot of uh, experts are projecting them to lose to Marquette first round, which I'm sure if that happens, I wouldn't hear the end of it. But I truly think that they could at least make it to the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight. Um, but my if I had to guess realistically, they're going to win their first round and then lose to the number one seed then right after that. But I actually have Gonzaga winning it all. So, uh, as you know, I listen to the Tony Kornheiser show yeah. on a regular basis. And this week, uh, first two days, and they're going to do it again tomorrow, this week is nothing but brackets. They have all their guests that appear on a regular basis come on and do their own brackets. Mm-hmm. And the majority of people either have Gonzaga winning it all or Arizona winning it all. So like I know, the shift in power has switched to the West Coast. I know Arizona has a pretty good team. I mean, they're one of the four, one of the four number one seeds, right? Tournament, but I didn't realize they're that good. Steve Sands, who's with the Golf Channel, yeah. And uh, uh, one of the one of the uh, columnists from the Washington Post both described how those guys are fast. They can get up and they can defend even at the rim. Like they're not afraid to to go after the ball after it leaves the hand and block it away from the rim. I think in that side of the bracket, I have. I want to say I have. Arizona and Illinois playing each other in the Elite Eight. And then Illinois, or maybe the Sweet 16, then Illinois beating them. Something like that. I know it's something like that. But my championship game is Gonzaga versus Auburn. And I have Gonzaga winning it 67 to 60 or 61. I forget which one it is, but I think that's a decent score to guess and it, i don't think it'll be a blowout i think if that happens though watch chet holgreen who is the seven foot kid from uh gonzaga he's probably a one and done i guess he's the number one the number one overall pick projected number one pick for the nba versus walker kessler who actually transferred from north carolina because i believe he's from auburn so it'd be a battle of the seven. It could be a battle of the seven footers. Yeah, and I think if that's the case, look for. I mean, 
with Walker Miller, you have just overall, he's a better big man. But with Chet Holgreen, he, he's a big man. He can run the floor and he can shoot. But then again, Walker Miller can shoot too. So it would be, or Walker Kessler can shoot too. So, yeah, I yeah, think Walker, this is going to be Walker Miller, your, Walker Miller, your brother. That where did he transfer to from Carolina last year? I want to say he's at Monmouth now. That sounds about right. Um, but yeah, I'm actually, I'm thinking about you know taking off work on Thursday into Friday. Because I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna be working all weekend this weekend, so I won't get much of a weekend to myself. Um, so I'm thinking about taking off Friday because it's supposed to be pretty warm out too. I think it's one of the warmest days this week. I think it's supposed to be 70, maybe. So I think I might go somewhere and watch basketball the majority of the day, and then go work basketball, play a basketball tournament. Well, I know the extended forecast. Uh... 65 today. Now they say it's supposed to rain over here, which makes sense because the sun's gone. Uh, I should park the truck out. And I should get it for out from underneath the carport because it. after being on the road for the last five days, back and forth to Harrisburg after multiple stops in other counties, it is dirty. Well, I mean, if you think about it, that road is nothing but mud. No, this is still the gray stuff from like the all the stuff they put down on the highway, you know, the, the anti-skid. Yeah. Um, the but the Tar Heels play at four thirty on Thursday. Yeah, so that's another reason I want to take off because I would like to actually sleep till like noon, like force myself to get up and then sleep or excuse me not sleep watch basketball all day and then go to bed at like a relatively normal time friday so like nine or ten or whenever the basketball games are over with i can then go to sleep at a normal or wake up at a normal time and then go right in my basketball games so it kind of worked out for me both in like the work aspect and like enjoyment aspect of basketball I looked at my work calendar, and of course, uh, I have a meeting scheduled, ironically enough, from 4.30 to 6.30 in Pittsburgh at a hotel, which does not, uh, which is not a sports bar of any kind. Hmm. Hopefully, hopefully, there'll be enough people above my pay grade that'll be there for that, and I won't have to uh, be a part of it, and I can find the hotel bar for my Diet Cokes, although I think I might be staying over that night. Well, uh, you know, down so that's, I might get just hammered drunk. I'm in the front row and I'm hammered drunk. I'm hammered drunk. I'm wearing a tuxedo t-shirt. No, I'll be wearing a blue blazer. That's, singing, that's my new thing. Singing lead vocals for Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. I watched, I watched a documentary on Saturday. I was so bored during the snowstorm on Hulu. There's this three different people that, that survived the crash. Uh, from the plane but they're nobody's you know nobody ever heard of told us their story and i gotta tell you i i stopped caring about the people five minutes into the show what what crash uh leonard skinnard uh back in 77 was in a plane crash and four of the members of the band died that night oh i didn't know that oh the lead singer uh uh ronnie van zant was killed in the plane crash oh wow along with uh Two people from the same family, uh, two of the people from the Gaines family, one of the guitar players and one of the backup singers, 
and uh, somebody <laughs> along with the two pilots. Uh, I think there were seven people that died in the wreck, but they they crashed in a swamp. Uh, but anyway, that's that's not what I wanted to talk about today. Well, before we get into that, can I actually go into my rant that I had? Well, let I, I want to get I want to do the first thing first, then you can get into your rant. Okay. All right. Have you has the loss of an hour Saturday night caught up to you yet because of daylight savings time? Usually it only affects me that first night or first day. Right. Um, but my Sundays are pretty much just, you know, lay around all day and sleep anyway. Now. Um, so it really didn't affect me too much. I was more so tired Monday into this morning. Like, I, I remember sitting at my workstation at my computer watching, like, the tests go. Right. And just praying that – because I still had, like, 10 or 15 minutes left on it. And it's to the point where my head's, like, bobbing. And I'm like, please, just hurry up so I have something to do. Because, I mean, I had I had all my work done for, like, the next step. Right. Just I needed something to get my mind off of this because otherwise I'm going to pass out. And it's not going to be. You, couldn't you have just gotten up and gone to the bathroom at that point or no? Well, so that's the thing I did. Okay. <laughs> I tried, I tried to go for like a walk, but I don't know if it's like, not necessarily stay in your workstation, but don't like I work in QC quality control. I don't know if it's like, cause some areas are like off limits unless you are part of that department. Gotcha. But I don't know, am I supposed, am I allowed to walk into shipping if, if I'm not allowed to? Yeah, that's an interesting conversation. Well, I did ask my supervisor, which uh, he's actually a, a friend of mine, and we're actually going to see uh, Bert Kreischer here in State College together. We were talking about it one day at work. That's the, uh, that's the, um, the big big show or whatever it is on tbs right yes yeah he's the uh i believe he's the host yeah he yeah he's yeah, very funny. he's he's famous for like taking his shirt off or something right yeah um that's not all his you know humor though uh, a lot of it is he talks about like his daughters and his wife and just like their life together and he is a very funny person but me it's kind of an odd group to be honest just because you wouldn't think this three would really hang out but it's me brad and ben verbitsky actually are going oh benny yeah he uh one he asked about you he asked drew how's steve doing i I always wonder how steve's doing is he enjoying his married life ah yes and now he's actually enjoying the fact that he's going to be a dad all right benny good for you um but I had mentioned we were all playing PlayStation the other night and I had mentioned, oh yeah, I might go see Bert Kreischer and Ben might've had a few drinks in him. So he was like, are you serious? I want to go. I'm like, dude, I'm up for it. He goes, literally tell me how much I owe you right now. Ben So I, one congratulated his wife um, too about, Hey, she seems very, she seems very nice from when I met her that day. Joni is super nice, one of the nicest people I know. Um, so one, I congratulated her because 
he just told me the news that they're going to be parents. And two, I just wanted to be sure just in case, you know, cause you know, now that they're married and they're expecting a child, not anytime soon, but it, it comes faster than you know it. So I didn't want to, I want to make sure like they weren't like on a savings kind of thing or like, let's not spend money. We don't have to. Um, and one to invite her as well. So, but no, it's just going to be the fellas that night. Um, well, it should be a good boys time. Whoop, whoop. Boys trip. So it should be, should be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. He's on, he's on my list too of comedians to go see. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, so like, I, was, I was falling asleep at my desk and luckily, luckily, um, I had, you know, something, I found something else to do to keep my mind preoccupied. And then I finally got a second win then right at like five o'clock, which worked out because I had to go, I had to grab some things right after, right after work. And I don't, I don't necessarily like to go to state college, come home and then go back out. Right. After like, I, I, I wondered when I was a kid, like, why doesn't my mom or dad? You just dropped off. Did? You did, yeah. I just said, I don't know why my mom or dad doesn't like to go out, you know, right after they came home from work. Like, why are they making such a big deal about it? But now I understand, like, it sucks. And plus the way, you know, gas prices are too. You don't want to have to, you'd rather just do it. Oh, oh, let me, let me. Did, did we play the pricing? Have we talked since I gave you the pricing game on my trips to Harrisburg this week? No. Okay, so I'm on empty. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We did because I guess yeah, that was Friday morning. Yeah, we played. We played it when you came over. Yeah. So anyway, I just stopped to get gas at Sheets on my way back here because I, I it was there and there were spots at, at Sheets available, and it's come down to four thirty nine. <laughs> uh and i thought i was close i was thought i was at three eighths of a tank mm-hmm. there's no way i was at three eighths of a tank i just put 72 in it took almost uh 17 gallons of gas oh my gosh and apparently the shift must be changing at the uh, harris huntington county uh barracks for the state police because three three stadies came in to fill up their explorers <laughs> If I were you, I would utilize more of like giant gas. Well, I I got to build my points back up again, Drew, before I can utilize that because they everybody in everybody on twenty two has the same price for gas. Oh, okay. So uh, now I did pay. What did I, where did I put? Oh, I used. I had a ten cent discount. No, I had a fifteen cent discount at Rudders. The other night when I was coming back from Harrisburg. So I paid four thirty-four a gallon before it dropped. Oh wow, okay. I luckily Which haven't I, put gas in the car yet since I left your house. Um, but I'm right in between a half and a quarter of a tank. So luckily I think that should get me to about Sunday. Well, I talked to Sarah uh Friday night and uh Apparently, they are utilizing her car a little bit more now than they are using uh, utilizing Matt's truck. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine that would probably be uh, very helpful. She said it's the first time uh, that we've used my car twice to go out in a week. Wow. 
tell. Yeah, that's where uh, that's where it kind of helps me out too. Then now, because a smaller car means less less money you have to put in the gas tank. Yeah, that might be changing once I know the weather's going to change. Yeah, we might be might be we might be uh, flipping cars anyway. Uh, one last thing before we get to your rant, which you've been wanting to talk about since Friday, is Tom Brady a fraud because he said he was going to retire and then he pulled it back? No, I think I think what had happened was it wasn't necessarily his decision to retire. I think his wife and kids probably played a huge role in that. And maybe there was somebody in his ear saying, like, you really should, you really should. And he just isn't ready to let go yet. And what, he's 44? 44. 44, <laughs> 45 years old. The guy can still play football. <laughs> the reason I'm laughing is because uh, who is friends with Tony Kornheiser that you cannot stand? Do they do a show together? Yes, they do. Michael Wilbon. Yes. So he, yesterday, as I'm driving, I had to go to Johnstown first thing in the morning yesterday to come back to Center County. So I'm listening to the Kornheiser podcast, and they talk about this. And Will Bond, you should go back and listen to the Tony Kornheiser show. Oh, by the way, Tony Tallarigo got a shout out. They read one of his emails on the Tony Kornheiser show. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So anyway, um, so Kornheiser asked Will Bond about this. Why do you think Tom Brady did it? And Will Bond feels exactly the same way you do, only he was much more graphic about it. He goes, Brady didn't want to retire. It was his wife yelling at him. Oh, I, who I, wants to spend, and he goes, who wants to spend more time with their family? You don't want to spend more time with your family. I'm, I actually have no doubt that his wife played a huge role in it. And, I mean, he... From what I can see, he seems like he is a very good father and he likes to, you know, be in his kids' lives. But I think he just isn't mentally ready to step away from the game yet. I think if he went out on top, like they won a Super Bowl this past year, I think 100% he would still stay retired. But he he came back and said, I have unfinished business or something like that. Did you, did you hear from the engaged dude who said, oh, thank God, I – I can keep my jersey for one more year. Yeah, it was a, we get Tom Brady back and you get Mitch Trubisky. Uh, I feel bad for you. As a Steeler fan, will you learn how to spell Trubisky? I, it's T-R-U-B-I-S-K-Y. Is it really that easy? Yeah, it's not anything difficult. And I think he's going to surprise some people in Pittsburgh. He has a winning record in the NFL as a starter. And went to the playoffs twice. You know, if you look at him and Baker Mayfield, they get a lot of shit, but they're actually, you know, they're good quarterbacks. They just need the I, right, they need the right weapons, and then they need the right coaching. Well, I, I Baker Mayfield, if they keep him, certainly has a new one. Uh, your pal Doran uh, sent me a, a, a one of his typical uh, Facebook Messenger attacks on the Cowboys about. Uh, you know, Amari Cooper being dealt to the Browns. But I got in a lot of Twitter battles with people. I said, you know, what's really sad that they get rid of Amari Cooper is all those Super Bowl rings he brought to the Cowboys. Yeah, how about it? You know, the worship, the worship that all these 
and all these people on Twitter that love the Cowboys. And I go, and they're talking about, you know, they really want Javon Curse back, or they really want to sign Bobby Wagner, or they want to do this, or they, they have to keep Demarcus Lawrence. And I went, you know, you're absolutely right, because really what I want is a Super Bowl victory. And nobody will even attack me for it because they know they can't fight with me over it. Right. So I know we're on a busy schedule. You got places you got to go to and get money from the PIAA. You, when you were here Friday, you turned and looked at me and said, all right, I got something on my chest and I want to get it off in the show. So why don't you go ahead now? Because I, I, I took what you wanted to do and I've added to it, but I want you to start and I want you to run with what you are upset about. So a lot of you know, I, at least I hope a lot of you know, I work the overnight shift now. So that means I'm home all day. Um, one thing I don't really do is watch daytime TV. And that more so means like I don't really watch like Good Morning America or, you know, what else is on? The Today show. Yeah, whatever. The Today Show. Yeah, yes, I, don't, this morning. I don't watch that. However, at 11 o'clock here, there's two shows that I really enjoy watching when I think about it. One is The Price is Right. And two, which I, it's... It, Are you I'm killing the dog? No, the window's open and the, the dog won't shut the hell up, actually. That's our that's title, a, by the way. The dog won't shut the hell dog? It's the neighbor dog. Yeah. Yeah, why would I be allowed to open the window? Um, but anyway, I also like watching the um, Ellen DeGeneres show. But after which, seeing- by the way, which by the way, I have to thank you for watching Friday because Julie Bowen, who's on my all-time hit list, uh, and meaning I want to hit it. Um, was guest hosting for Ellen. And that was when you brought it up when you showed me that, that uh, Julie Bowen was guest hosting. Yeah. So a lot of you, everyone has mixed feelings about the whole COVID thing, which they, everyone should. I'm not saying anybody's wrong here. I'm just saying, you know, now we're kind of starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. We're kind of lifting restrictions. But as for most of you know, on The Price is Right, the way it's set up is there's an entire audience, George, whatever his name is, they don't really show him too often. He will announce everyone like, oh, Steve Miller, come on down. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right, whatever. Well, now they have gotten rid of that entire, you know, auditorium seating. Yeah. The, Bob Bar- the Bob Barker Theater is no longer stacked with people. It's now to the point where it's like when you were taking a test in school and you have to separate your desks. It's kind of like that. However, there's not as many people in the audience. It's just more spaced out that way. But anyway, but there's also people, and I imagine it's the people that came together, the party that came together. They are allowed to sit with each other, but they're in sections. So like, let's say there's like, you know, three seats in, we'll just go each corner. It'll just kind of paint a picture that way. Three, three in each corner and some sporadic in the middle. What doesn't make sense is if you're going to announce everybody, 
and sit people that way, they shouldn't be allowed to walk down and like slap everybody's hand like they usually do, which I, I, I was a huge fan of that. I think it's cool. Like, oh, Drew Miller, you're the next contestant on The Price is Right. No way. I'm going crazy. I'm slapping everyone's hand. If I see someone good looking, I might give her a hug and she has to give a hug back to me because that's just the rules. I play by the rules. If she doesn't like it, she can't play that day. Um, but anyway, they, they're announcing people and they're still running down the aisles and slapping everyone's hand, you know, shaking everyone's hand. I'm like, okay, if you're going to seat people that way, don't, don't allow that. And what's the front row called where like you guess the actual prices contestant it's contestants row so on contestants row you would think you know you're still spread out no they're literally the same space as they were before like the old style i'm thinking like this doesn't make sense well it's it's a they have a one shot for the four people down in front of drew carey because they 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 don't want to have to use two cameras for, for that spot. Well, and I, I kind of get it. And I'm sure like when someone's playing the games, they have to like sit spaced apart, but it just doesn't make sense where you should not be a lot. You like, you either follow all the rules or you don't follow any of them. That's my, you don't, you don't, you don't pick and choose, you don't pick and choose the uh, opportunities there. Right. And I, I just think it's kind of ridiculous that, they're even allowing that but granted it is california they have their their mindset with everything i'm not necessarily blaming them but it just kind of pisses me off that we're still like that again follow all the rules or don't follow any of them good point the other thing that i was talking about was this season apparently ellen degeneres is wrapping up her career as a talk show host which, or will she be? Or will she be Tom Brady? Well, it kind of makes sense that because this is her nineteenth season. Okay, her nineteenth year, and I'm thinking like, what a weird year to do that. Like, you can't make it one more year. But the way that her show is going this season, half the time she's not even hosting. So how can you like Julie? Like you said, Julie Bowen was hosting that show, which. I think if she's not doing anything, Julie, it's, Hey, it's Julie. Like she should get her own show now. Cause she did great. I would watch that show every day just to see what she wears. Yeah. Well, it, it's just annoying that it's called Ellen's farewell season when Ellen doesn't even host half the time. Well, I mean, that's the way Johnny Carson was at the end. Like he didn't do Mondays, usually didn't do Tuesdays. Usually he did Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, a lot of people that buy tickets for the show go to see that person talking. Sure. Now, granted, well, they, yeah, you they want to see the, the, the guests are. Exactly. Like you do, you have that mindset like, well, I'm going to go and hopefully they have some pretty good guests on when I go. But right. you're, you're more so buying those tickets to go see Ellen or when I think she still has a show. I don't know. But when Oprah had her show. Right. You were going to see the host. You weren't going to see the the guests. Well, I mean, that's if you, you remember, I went to see Letterman his final year. Yeah. You know, Joe, Joe Pillett and I went and we didn't know who the guests were until they seated us at inside the Ed Sullivan Theater. And then they told us who the guests were. Yeah. And it was Matthew 
it was Matthew Broderick. It was the it was the second secretary from uh, from the office. What's her name? Ellie Kemper. Yes. Okay, and then the musical guest was J.D. McPherson. J.D. McPherson, that name sounds familiar. They, they, he had one song called Let the Good Times Roll, which is a really good song. I liked it. Uh, okay. I liked it when I played it, and I liked it. I liked it because it was like a rockabilly kind of song, but right. a lot of a lot of guitar emphasis on it. But, you know, I mean, I, I was there because I wanted to see Dave live one time, but I was probably 35 feet from him when he came out to do his warm-up. Speaking of hosts and going back to Price is Right, you know, like, why did they ever choose Drew Carey? I find it odd that you are attacking Drew Carey because if you remember, uh, and is that picture still hanging in your in your mom's entryway there of you and your sister, you and your little tuxedo and her and her uh, flower girl dress? I believe so, yes. I, it's you know, one we, of those things where, like, you don't really look at it anymore because, like, it's your own house, but I'm almost sure. it is. Because you know you went you went as Drew Carey one uh, that year uh, for Halloween. No, I don't know that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, they, your mom put you back in the tuxedo and you went as Drew Carey. That has to be a hundred percent you two doing that. Too of course much. it was because your name's Drew and you were, you already had the tuxedo and you know it just looked like the perfect and you kept your hair really short then. You know because. Well, and like you, the way he did, the way the way Drew did for the during the Drew Carey show. And if you think about the old show, which I think they brought it back, but it's not Drew hosting anymore. If you think about whose line is in it anyway, right? He wasn't even funny. Now he you, wasn't supposed to be. He was the host. You think differently. You think he's very funny. I don't think well, he is anywhere close you, to funny. If you if you go back and look at the first time he was ever on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Not only did he get a standing ovation, Johnny brought him over. And when you, you as a comedian are brought over when Carson was, was running the show, that, that, that made your career. That's what made Drew Carey great. I, I, when Louis Anderson died, I put his, his, uh, his Carson uh, first setup as well. Maybe Drew has to have another you know, run at that or something because he – I think you'll He's be stopped. His hair out too. Yeah, and the beard. He looks like shit. Well, I but you know I I think the the more you get into it, he owns like the soccer team in Cleveland. Yeah, that that's right. I forgot he was from Cleveland, but now that you say that, I've been thinking of his theme song, like Cleveland rocks. Yeah, that and Moon Over Parma. Now Ryan from Ryan Styles. He's in that, right? He was on the Drew Carey show. Okay. I knew he was. As, in- as, as was TV's Craig Ferguson. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. He played, he played Mr. Wick. He played Drew's boss at the department store. Oh. And, and the other guy in there, Diedrich Bader, uh, used to be a major league fan of your Uncle Jimmy's band, The Fangs. Oh, that's pretty cool. Because he grew up in D.C., so he's familiar with, the, with Uncle Jimmy's band, The Fangs. You know, speaking of growing hair out, um, yeah. as you can see, I have a different style going on here. It's yeah. not necessarily that I'm trying to grow it out. I just haven't had a haircut in a while. And it's getting to the point where it's too long to spike up how I usually did it. So now I have to kind of 
almost middle side part. Do you, do you, are you coming back to get your, your uh, moose or your gel, whatever you get that moose you gave me in the no, can? I don't back to get that. Okay. Did I you, may have to pack, I may have to pack some product to take along. I was trying to, I was trying to fit in a haircut today over in, in Belfont, but I couldn't get a hold of anybody who cuts hair to, uh, to get a cut today before I go on the road. Well, I know, and I mean, we, they love when we bring it up, but I know DCP loves, loves the long hair. Well, I got, I got a story about that too, when we get to it, but I want to talk about more TV stuff. Are you done with your rants now about your, your two TV rants? Yeah, I think that's all I had to, all I had to bitch about. All right. What are you, what are your thoughts on Joe Buck and Troy Aikman becoming the new team at Monday night football for ESPN? Well, it, you know, it's kind of crazy. Like why they make a big deal about Troy Aikman leaving or going to Monday night, almost as if like Troy is mad at Buck and he's like, you know, without saying it, it's kind of like, yeah, fuck you. I'm going to go do my own thing. But then, you know, later on Buck just comes and says, well, I'm going to do it too. Like the dynamic duo is back. Or, and there's room, there's rumor that Aaron Andrews is going as well. Like they're all bailing on Fox. Huh. I wonder what's going on. Well, I, I think that might be, you know, I'm, I'm not sure why. Cause you don't, you don't, you, if you go to ESPN, you're only getting one playoff game. Uh, the only thing I can think of for Joe Buck, will he get more baseball out of this now? You know, maybe will he be the voice of Sunday Night Baseball along with along with the gig for – but, you know, there again, he gives up the World Series or the American – you know, the American or National League Championship Series and all those playoff series that that he would get on Fox maybe or he, FX Sports. Maybe he worked out a deal with him. I don't know. I'm not sure, but, you know, the money the money's really good for both of them. So, you know, good luck, good bless you. You know, I'm jealous. Well, I think a lot of people don't like Joe Buck. And to be honest, I think I actually like those two together. Like, I like their voices. I like the way that they talk about football. Oh, I think they're, I think they're great. I, I, you know, Aikman, a lot of Cowboys fans are thrilled that Aikman's leaving Fox. Because they're, you know, it's funny, the Cowboys, they blame the, they blame Troy Aikman and Tony Romo for the Cowboys losing in big games. Well, no, you should blame the Cowboy players for losing in big games. It's just that the number one broadcasting team for each of the two networks involves a former Dallas Cowboy quarterback. Well, and, you know, when Troy was there, they won games. They won three Super Bowls. Yeah, so uh, I don't know how you can blame I don't know how people can blame him. In fact, the last Super Bowl they won, you were you were an infant the last time they won the Super Bowl. Well, and like you just mentioned too, then you also have Tony Romo and Jim Nance. Yes. Another, another great combination, but that's another thing. You have Jim Nance, you know, coming back this month for college basketball. Nance is going to have a busy – till they get to the Final Four, that's also Masters Week. I just heard that on the Kornheiser podcast today. So there's, you want to talk about a week's worth of sports Monday night, the final NCAA game Thursday, the Masters starts. Well, I think it usually runs that way anyway. Yeah. It's, it's very close. And then that'll be like the, 
also, I mean, we'll, we'll go right into this now. That would be the first full week of baseball. Yeah, finally. And I, you know what? I actually, I knew that they were going to agree to something. I figured they were going to. I mean, they would lose so much money if they didn't come to an agreement. Well, you know, there were there are a ton of guys. I mean, there are signings left and right. But as soon as the floodgates opened, you know, once they had a deal in place, guys just started signing contracts left and right. The Yankees are trading two players to get three from the twins and stuff like that. You know, I mean, it's just crazy. The pirates actually made it. They made a deal. They signed some guy I never heard of that played for Milwaukee there. It seems like there's been more MLB free agency than there has been in the NFL. Yeah. More than NFL free agency. Although, and I, you know, like you, you know, you got your, you got your, your new quarterback for the future. Well, two years, at least uh, Trubisky. You know, the Cowboys kept, uh, you know, their two pass rushers, you know, Demarcus Lawrence and uh, Randy Gregory. The question is, Randy Gregory, will he will he slip and go back to using drugs again? That's what cost him the early part of his career. That's why everybody's a little gun shy about him getting a long term deal, because, you know, he's got that history of uh, failing drug tests. Well, I think this I, you know, I read something on Twitter yesterday. And I kind of want to wrap up sports here too, because I know like a lot of people don't like to listen to sports. But I only have one other sports thing to ask you before we're done. But I read something on Twitter that said the Steelers kind of played it out right. If they would have went after Jimmy G, I mean, let, who, I don't know how much you know more playing time he has in his career, but he would have been a lot of money. Shoulder surgery, he may not even start to throw before July. If you go after a Trubisky you're not spending a whole lot of money. You kind of have, you have that like, okay, we'll sign you for two, but you really have your first year is if you have to prove it to us that you can do it. And if you can, we'll give you more money. And it's incentive laden. I mean, that's the way every, that's the way every contact contract should be written in sports. Okay. The longer you play in a year, meaning playoffs and Super Bowl for football, you get paid more money. You know, the idea that, that these guys get this, this, uh, you know, guaranteed money, give it one jack shit. You know, why are we paying you all this money? You know, it's been 30 years for the Cowboys since they won a Super Bowl. I'd like to see at least go to a conference championship game for God's sake. Well, and back to the Steelers thing, if let's say they don't do well this year, the upcoming class for quarterbacks is much better than this year. Right. And I saw the one couple that I officiated for, uh, the groom actually said tank for Bryce Young, which is the quarterback from Alabama. And I was like, eh. not. you don't think they should try and get Sean Clifford <laughs> no. after, after year number six? And I really hope they don't draft a quarterback. I mean, I can live with Trubisky playing out this year. Uh, in fact, and I – And Mason Rudolph? No, they're thinking about cutting Rudolph and keeping Haskins, which – I saw a picture today where there is a fifth, there were Mason Rudolph jerseys at 50% off. <laughs> and somebody goes, Oh no, that was all. That was the whole, that was the picture with the 50% off and an, Oh no, I forget who it was. that tweeted it to me. The Kool-Aid man. No, just the, just the, that was their response was, Oh no, uh, not, it did not involve the Kool-Aid guy. Oh, uh, sorry. So, the the Kool-Aid man yeah. is, Oh yeah. I'm thinking of, Oh Yeah. I'm thinking of the family guy joke. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. oh, no. It's oh, yeah. Setup. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, yeah. Um, 
so you uh, are are you still thinking about a career in real estate or are you just going to become an owner operator of uh, ResTech? Well, after the last couple discussions I've had with my supervisor, I think I have to get into commercial realty and talk to Steve and Alan Sheets, which I, I think it's Alan Sheets. Is that right? Is that the right name? No. no. Steve, Steve, and, Steve, and, Steve and Stan, and they're the old guard. The new, the next generation's taken over. Well, anyway, I have to call them. And I know Steve Sheets. I have to call them and say, like, listen, you guys are missing out on a shit ton of money there right off 80 at the Snowshoe Exit. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, your old man took care of that this week with somebody else. Oh, okay. So uh, somebody who's a, who, who I'm uh, friends with and uh, has, they've been very generous towards uh, my employer. So I kind of, I, I will, I will keep you posted. I kind of thought that too, but I'm thinking, you know, 80 is a huge, like a major, major highway. Like how, how do you not have something up there? Because the next closest well, is what Clearfield, on eighty. Yeah. yeah. Clearfield. Well, you're going. If you're going east, the next one would be. There's not one at Lamar. There would be one at Mill Hall. Yeah, but that's not on eighty. I'm thinking about what's off of eighty. You have all the truck stops at Lamar. There's nothing at the Lock Haven exit. No. You got to drive into that. You would drive into Mill Hall from the exit. Yeah. To get seats. Um, anyway, I, yeah, I, uh, so anyway, the reason I bring that up, uh, Flip or Flop is ending its 10 year run on HGTV. I don't know if you ever watched that one or not, but apparently uh, they are stopping the show because, quote, Filming is too intimate between the former married couple, <laughs> well, which is ironic. No shit. Which is which is ironic because that show actually saved his life. Were you aware of that? Yeah. Well, so I actually yes, that was actually one of the first shows I started watching on HGTV because it was right in college and it was on uh, Netflix at the time. Um. It yeah, it wasn't too big yet, and I think HD. HGTV picked it up or something like that. I don't know. But I I remember hearing a story where a nurse actually messaged the show and was like, listen, this is not a joke. Like you you need to go get your thyroid checked out. And it turns out, like you just said, that saved his life. It did. They were that well, it's much like with me with uh, you know, Garrett kicking me in the nuts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh but do you, you think, know do you think do you think she's hot? I, I think she's attractive. Yeah, I wouldn't say she's hot. Um, but, like, no shit. It, when, when their marriage went to shit and they continued filming, you're almost wondering, like, how good is the money that you guys are still filming together? Because if... Because he cheated on her, right? Uh, I want to say he cheated on her with, like, the nanny or something like that. No, I thought she was hooking up with one of the... Uh... With one of the um, one of their uh, contractors. Oh, I don't know. I just kind of assumed that he had did he did it. Um, but if you look, he actually he got remarried. And if you look after this, go ahead and Google it. 
She, oh, yeah, she looks exactly like the the second <laughs> wife looks like just like the first one. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's not like anything's going to change. It, you just aren't really riding home together, but you still are saying like, Hey honey, do you like this? Or honey, we can't spend that much money. Like you're still talking like in an intimate, intimate environment with each other. Right. And you're talking about the kids too. So like you always have that connection. Whereas if plus, it, plus since she had a, a kids with the, like her second divorce or her, you know, like she's on, she's on marriage number three, I think, or on, or on fiance number three. Cause she got married and divorced already. Yeah. And well, yeah. and she also, she kind of ran off with her own show too, called like Christina on the coast or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that kind of surprised, I mean, I'm not really surprised that they're ending the show, but I think. Well, they're each going to keep idea. their own, they're going to keep their own show separate. But they're not going to do a flip or flop anymore. It's probably a good idea. I mean, there's, it, it's time to, you know, get a new show in there. So you used to be a big fan of, of when you were younger, you used to watch a lot of, uh, you forced me because we only had one or two TVs in the house to watch a lot of Nickelodeon channels, uh, shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what was the show Amanda Bynes was on? Oh, you're really going to kick yourself when you hear the title of this. Um, it's called The Amanda Show. Okay. Oh, that's right. And she used to, it was like, uh, it was like the Dave Chappelle show for like uh, young teens. That's exactly it. I want to say it was, yeah, it was all that, the show, all that. And then Amanda was on that show and then she got her own show called The Amanda Show, which then Drake and Josh then got their own show called The Drake and Josh Show. Uh, and then one of those two was a kid toucher, right? No, uh, Drake, I think, I think he was like involved with a younger girl, like 17. Okay, an, under, an underage girl or something like that? Yeah, or like he sent pictures to a younger girl, something gotcha. like that. Okay. So anyway, back to Amanda Bynes. Uh, speaking of uh, fucked up people from Nickelodeon, uh, she, much like Britney Spears, um, has a conservatorship because her family stepped in. Cause you know, she's flat out batshit crazy. Uh, IE uh, the day she went to UCLA to look at, at the college and, and snapped out on people, you know, she went to major in psychology. So she's going to have a, a face tattoo removed before her conservatorship hearing happens. Now you have tattoos. Would you ever get a face tattoo drew? No, the, like that, as you know your body is very sensitive in some areas and i imagine a needle going into your face hurts face. like hurts like hell well i i can assure you that when you get shit cut off of it they have to stick a needle in to numb it before they cut your face that hurts now imagine a laser hitting your face and you're you're i'm assuming you're awake for it i would think so yeah well yeah think of oh there's a beam of light that hurts like hell hitting your face don't jerk don't move at yeah, all jerk. stay as still as possible sort of like the ear the ear doctor that stuck a vacuum cleaner down my ear canal and don't jerk when you hear a popping sound well remember when i had a cyst above my eye yeah, which is funny because, you know, your sister had one there, too. So it had to be uh, genetic. Well, they had told me before I got it, like, cut off 
they were going to do it at the doctor's office, but he was afraid that, cause I was younger. I think I was what, 11 or 12. Okay. That was, I think I was not in the house anymore. I want to say I was in sixth grade. I want to say I was 12. Yeah. I think, I, yeah, I think at that point I was no longer there. Okay. Well, I remember him saying like, you know, I would do it right here. Cause I remember him like almost coming near my eye with just his finger. And like, I moved and he yeah. said, see, that's exactly why I don't want to do it right here because I have a feeling with like the scalpel or whatever it's called, he's going to jerk and I'm going to, you know, blind. Take your eye. You're going to lose your eye. Where they would call me patch then for the rest of my life. Right. And you would have very difficult trouble with depth perception. Yeah. They either that or lefty. Or we get you a parrot and a peg leg and you could just be a pirate. <laughs> you could be Drew the pirate. There you go. But, but you're I a Red Sox. I don't know if I'd want that, uh, that nickname. So uh, your, your, your brother uh, from Penn State, uh, Sharif, was taken in the uh, first, uh, this wave of the USFL expansion draft. Okay. That will start, the USFL will start at the beginning of April. Will you watch the USFL games? Uh, no. That... I don't know. That doesn't even sound entertaining to me. I think anytime football's on, you should watch. And I, I will probably watch. Well, you know, I kind of wondered if they would do something like that because the MLB has, you know, the minors. Yes. They have something to build up to the actual MLB. And the NBA has, I think, what's called the G League now. G League because Gatorade sponsors it. So, like, you at least have that step up. I think Denny. Yeah. I think Denny. Uh, I think Denny uh, Glunt coaches it, or he's he's working for one of the teams. Yeah, I think you're right. Something in like Detroit, I want to say. Uh, Grand Grand Rapids, like their team, but it's a it's from the Pistons. Yeah, um, but yeah. the NFL never really had that, and I wondered if if they were going to eventually get something like that and it's like they've kind of stemmed out all over the place now right so uh as we get close to the end of the show now because i know you have to get going uh yesterday was of course march the 14th which made yesterday what official day pie day pie day so i stopped uh i stopped to get some groceries on my way back from harrisburg yesterday and i have to tell you I may never get a pie from Giant ever again. It was, could be, it may have been the most disappointing pie I got. And I bought it because they, all pies yesterday were $3 and 14 cents. Oh, that's kind of a unique gimmick. Um, and it would, you know what? But $3 and 14 cents for shit is shit. Well, I mean, that's like going to Taco Bell. I got, I got, a no sugar added cherry pie and it 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 tasted like it was not thawed properly before they cooked it so like it's mush and there's no flavor in the in the cherries i'm so disappointed in it you almost have to get like sugar free cool whip on there too what you almost have to get sugar free cool whip on What'd there you say 
I said Kuch Whip. What? I know a good dessert actually is if you mix sugar-free pudding mix and sugar-free Cool Whip and whip that together. That's actually pretty good. Mix what? I'm not going to say it again. That's Come on. That's such an old joke. And I just said it three times. I know, but you didn't like you didn't bother letting anybody in on the whole Cool Whip. Well, I think everything's better. Brian, everything's better with Cool Whip. That's another show I've been watching at work. Well, I've been listening to at work. And yeah, there's just you random, there's random times where <laughs> I, I've seen the show so much, I know what the scene is like. And sure. When, when I hear it, <laughs> I just bust out who, laughing. Who makes you laugh more, Quagmire or Stewie? Um, I would say Stewie. But a very underrated character that doesn't get enough, you know, appreciation. And you you kind of pointed this out to me is Dr. Hartman. Yes. Especially in the later seasons. Oh my gosh, is he just so funny? Although although you never see Dr. Hartman and, and uh, Lois's father ever in the same episode. Yeah, it's true. Only one. Only one when everybody gets uh, when James Woods gets shot. Um, so I was out circulating petitions last week in the old in the old town and um i had i had an interaction with not one not two but all three charter members of the dcp oh you did i got to see two in person and i talked to one on the phone because she drives like a maniac and i said i don't know what they how they teach you how to drive in ohio but we follow traffic laws here in pennsylvania and she goes, where are you? I said, well, I was right behind you till you blew me off. Followed well, me down the street in the neighborhood. And it, I mean, I'm, I'm sure she's a phenomenal driver. But when I was coming home from Nashville, we went up through Kentucky and then Ohio and then home. Yes. I thought just people, this was before my trip. I thought it was just people from New Jersey that didn't know how to drive. And Maryland. I've now realized that people from Kentucky and people from Ohio, excluding Chrissy, are the worst drivers in America. Well, I remember how she drove 32 years ago, and she drives the same speed now in residential settings very fast. Well, I wish people at 945 at night that are driving on Jacksonville Road would also drive that way. Uh, you're always worried about being late for work. Well, they kind of give you that grace period of like five minutes, like right whenever it's sure. the start of your time. But when you're randomly braking at stuff, like there's nothing in the road, there's you're not approaching like a stop sign or a traffic light, and you're just braking, get the fuck off the road. <laughs> And I'm riding your ass at 35 miles an hour because it's 40. And now, are they are they braking because they're worried about uh, an um, coming up on an Amish buggy or having a deer cross the road in front of them? My guess is would be the deer, but even still, you can see the buggy from miles away. They have lights on the back of their their buggies. Yeah, they're they're, they're flashing. So I mean, you can see it, but. If, if the speed limit once, you know, Jacksonville hits 99 there, 
when it changes from 45 to 60 and you're still going 45 in that, and I'm, yeah, I haven't even hit 60 yet to pass you. You're driving too slow, get off the road. And in fact, turn in your license because you don't know how to drive. Fuck you. So, so when you're going to work, do you go the whole way up to the Belfont exit on 99 and then turn right and go in that way to the industrial park? Yes. Yeah. And then so you avoid, you avoid town. You, you go out, you go highway and then you go past rudders and, and the sheets to go back into your place. Well, it was funny. The one time, I think it was when we had bad weather, there was, there was some like trees that were down in the road or something, but they didn't have any signs posted like before the actual accident or whatever it was. Right. We got all the way to where the Sinclair's house used to be. Right. And they finally had like that pink purple sign out that said road closed. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? They did it. They should have did it back at the, at the four way. Uh, yeah. A hundred percent. Well, they didn't. And they're probably thinking no one's traveling this road. No one has anywhere to be, you know, important at 10 o'clock at night, but jokes on them. I did. And I was only like 10 minutes late. Um, but I called my supervisor. I told him like, Hey, there's a tree down. Like I had to rewrite it. He goes, Oh dude, no problem. So, but, uh, you, I don't ever go through town unless like I'm coming home from work. And even then right. that, that takes so long. Cause all the red lights. Oh yeah. And then well, that's exactly it. Now that time I did go home the day we got the ice storm. I went home that way just because you can drive slower on there than the interstate. Um, and no, and no hills. Right. Uh, the only hill you really have to worry about is coming down the Benner Pike, but even still, no one was behind me. I didn't have to worry about, you know, or am I pissing anybody off? Um, but yeah, I, I don't like going home that way anymore. It, there's still some, I still have that bad taste in my mouth when I drive through it. So uh, we need to wrap this up so you can get to go do your uh, side money job here. Yeah. Um, too bad there isn't, you know, video with this because I remember someone saying that they loved my long hair. Actually, two people said they loved my long hair. Well, good for you. It's not a bad look. I, I, have, I have no one talking to me that, that cares about me in the least. Oh, that's nice way to bring down the show. Well, you know, we, we brought it up really high, and then we just came to the end about, <sighs> I'm all, that matters, all that matters is if you love yourself. Yeah, well, as everybody knows, uh, not, not the case. So anyway, uh, Steve, uh, Uncle Steve, good luck today. He's having, a, uh, he's having a procedure I just had a couple weeks ago. And I sent him a note and I said, hey, don't buy any supplies at the drugstore. I got plenty of uh, everything you're going to need for your post, uh, post-op care. And uh, speedy recovery, I'll see you this weekend uh, if I'm around. And uh, I guess I'll see you when I see you, Drew. I we might. might we, may to, we may have to Zoom again next week. I might be there next weekend. I'm not 100% sure yet. Um, I'm actually, come April, I'm busy like all the time. Like every month I'm just, I have weddings to do. I have two weddings to do then. I have three, or excuse me, I have two weddings in May. Um, 
yeah, my, I don't want to make it seem like I don't have any time for anything, but I'm going to be very limited on social time. Well, the great news is that, that your old man will in two weeks be able to lift things again uh, that, with both arms and not just the left. Well, that kind of reminds me too. Um, our flight got changed coming home. Yeah, I saw that. I'll, I'll look at that like um, when we're coming home. Yeah, very early day. But uh, one thing I did want to actually talk about was you managed to get rid of a lot of trash, didn't you? I did. I And you know what? I think because I burnt all that stuff, I helped the snow melt quicker because I had that fire going. Yeah, because apparently uh, when you're when the plow guy's yard is or driveway is melting, that means he doesn't have to do anybody yeah, else. He, hey, I, you know what? I, I'll spend that money on something else. Uh, and I think the first thing I'll do based on the amount of stink bugs is call uh, Ehrlich or the yeah, orchid man. I imagine that. I mean, I vacuumed right before I left and it, I'm sure it's just crazy. They're still. They, they're everywhere. I don't know. I don't know what brought them out of the woodwork, but they're out of the woodwork now. So anyway, let's wrap up the show so you can get on to uh, the big school and uh, work on who's playing tonight. That I don't know. I know there's two games though. So okay, two boys, one of each. What? Still don't, you don't know. know. You just know to sign the book at five o'clock. I just know show up because we need our dream team there. We don't want any mistakes happening. So hey, Drew. Cool. Well, good luck and uh, say hey to everybody. And don't forget that uh, you know while you're uh, doing those uh, young game, young kids games this uh, weekend, take some pictures and send them to your old man. Maybe you could get your step a new stepmom out of this. There you go. So, yeah, something to think of. That's Cut the BS this week. Uh, I'm Steve. And I'm Drew. Thank you for listening. Take care. Bye bye.